0: The episode here, I want to just give you a quick, uh, well, just a rundown of what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I've got my my good man, uh, Jeremy Bott, is in the studio with me today, and you might not know the name, and that's okay. You don't need to. Uh, this is guy. This is guy that you know. If you saw him on the street, you'd be like, man, that's just an average Joe guy. And uh, Jeremy is everything but that as an average man. He's a great father, great husband. Uh, he is a professional and they are, him and his wife are also entrepreneurs. Uh, they've created an amazing, uh, company here in our local town and community that has just stole the hearts of so many people here because well, they make amazing cupcakes and, uh, Today, though, we're going to talk about this thing that he did, and I was super excited to be speaking with him because you guys remember a couple of months back, I did this event called Misogi, and the Misogi is all about challenging yourself to do something really hard so you have this deep cleanse, this deep cleanse so that you're prepared to go and tackle new things for the new year, and uh, Jeremy was uh, inspired and motivated by Uh, the man David Goggins and all the challenges that he continues to put out there. And what he did is he did this event called the four by four by 48. So it's four miles every four hours for 48 hours in a row. And he was posting this on Facebook. And of course I caught onto this and I'm always inspired by people that do challenging things for the betterment of themselves, because at the end of the day, they know the better they are for themselves, the better they can be for other people. So I invited my man Jeremy onto the the podcast today to take to share his takeaways and to really expose why we all need to do hard things, why we all need to challenge ourselves in order to find our inner greatness. So without further ado, I ask you to enjoy this episode of my interview with my man Jeremy Bott. So as we start this did so uh you came across you came across David Goggins, uh, what would you say about a year ago? Just over a year ago, and I had
1: missed the 2021 challenge, which was what? Uh, it was the same one, but I think it was about the same time last year, the uh, beginning of March. Okay. So it was coming up on a year I came into it, and so I missed it. I was kind of bummed, and I was like, that actually sounds kind of fun. You know, and and so it was a it was a challenge, and I always kept in the back of my head for like a whole year, and and last year was a different type of year for me. Um, I was I was coaching my daughter in softball, and so the summer was was taken up. Uh, I actually got COVID towards the end of summer, mm. so that took uh, about a month right there to go. And so towards the end of the year, I was like, wow, the four four forty eight's coming up, so I should. Kind of look into it again and, and it comes up for the beginning of march so i was like all right i'm going to start training for this and
0: so tell, tell everybody right now that's not familiar with the 448 the so the 4 448
1: is uh four miles every four hours for 48 hours um i went in with a running of four miles each um some people walk it some people bike it um some people change it up every time yeah or they do two and two yeah um i decided to do on the treadmill uh with the storm that came in, I was yeah, just like, right. I, I'm not going to go, you're not running
0: outside in that? No, not,
1: not running outside. And, and I was, I was excited on Wednesday and Thursday cause the weather was so good. And yeah. then Saturday morning I, I, I got done with like the 4am one and I was like, uh, like there's no way I'm doing outside. So I'm just going to yeah. stick to the treadmill. Yeah. Uh, plus I've, I've, I've ran a half marathon where I've blacked out once and, really yeah i was i was underneath the uh the bridge on i25 there and and i i just remember going a little dark and i just was like i just got to keep moving which probably wasn't the best thing <laughs> yeah. and then i, then I <laughs> would then not I, recommend that when you got really take a knee especially under it, where it was nice and cool and <laughs> and i uh came out there sign i i started to see him so i was like all right i'm good and so i've learned a lot in my running sure. uh experiences and yeah. and that's the first one and and uh so yeah, so the four four forty eight is every four hours, um, you run four miles for forty eight miles total in the forty eight hours. Yeah. So.
0: so you started Friday evening at uh eight o'clock. Yep. And got done on Sunday afternoon around four o'clock or so, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh it was really hard to to get done with work. I was planning on taking off a little early that yeah. day to relax and rest. Yeah. And uh just you—you you never leave work when you want to. Right. And so I get home and I'm like, "All right, I need to eat, I need to rest." And next thing I know, it's like six o'clock and I'm pacing around the house <laughs> just waiting for two hours. <laughs> and uh, so then finally it goes. And I'm not sure if you ever had a runner's high before in any of your stuff. And it usually takes about forty minutes to really get it going. Huh. Well, when I when I finished the four miles, it was around thirty-two minutes. So. I got really close and but still I felt good after that first one, yeah, and so i'm I'm like all right, for you know three and a half hours away, I need to eat, I need to just relax next thing I know it's like almost eleven o'clock, and I'm still trying to sleep, oh jeez, so I got about uh forty five minutes of sleep, and I would set my alarm fifteen minutes before, so I could kind of stretch. I am a horrible stretcher, yeah. like so that's one uh-huh. thing I learned from this is you need to stretch, yeah. I did, uh, one of those, uh, pound guns every yep. time Yeah. I stretched before Fair and guns. after every time. And, uh, so then I, I'm going into midnight and I actually had a conversation with myself as I woke up and I was just like, either a, you get on that treadmill and you keep going or you quit right now before you're even vested in this thing, uh-huh. you know, and I was just like, I can't quit cause it's, too early. Like no one's ever going to run four miles and call it it, you know? So I, I got on there and, and luckily I was able to kind of fall asleep after that one. But you, that's the hard part of the whole challenge is if you walk it, it's about an hour. Okay. If you run it, it's, it's, you know, 30 to 40, whatever your pace is. Mm -hmm. And then you're, you're trying to calm down to where you can get some sleep for the next, Cycle, yeah. In the next cycle, Mm -hmm. and uh, there was about out of the dozen runs, I probably got sleep on six or seven of them, because during the day you wake up at eight a.m. and your regular routine goes in. Yeah, you know. And so I was, I was floored by how I wasn't really able to sleep as tired as I was.
0: Interesting. So I got to, I mean, I was really intrigued. I loved when, that you're posting it because obviously that brought in a big audience to, you know, watch and support. Um, I remember at the age of, or at the, at the end of 2021, um, I did an event called the Misogi and, uh, very similar in a sense of like putting yourself through some high intensity, kind of a, like a full, like a, like a cleansing, right. At the end of the year, I'm curious to know, like, what was this challenge? Well, why did you take on this challenge? And what has it meant to you after doing something really, really hard?
1: So I, I took on this challenge because so many times I've tried to do marathons. Uh-huh. And and you just can't go and be like, I'm going to do a marathon next week. If you do, sweet, that's, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're gifted. You are, yeah, you right. Know? Yeah. Um, and so I've gone through... Like this year, past year with COVID, I had a a half lined up that I just wasn't able to do.
0: Mm.
1: I've had a couple, uh, marathons where, um, I dropped a table on my foot, a glass table, and it just swelled up two weeks out. And so I I got tired of, of not being able to get to that marathon. Status. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And, uh, so I was like, you know what, if I could do this. That's almost two marathons in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's not all the same time and and I mean, it's two separate beasts. I mean, because yeah. on a marathon you're you're going and you're not stopping. yeah, this one's more of a sleep deprive, yeah, and um i I am surprised I wasn't as sore as I was Monday, I woke up and I was like. Good to go.
0: Did you sleep well on Sunday, though? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think oh that's what everybody gosh. wants to yeah, know, right? Like, How like, good did that beer taste, by the way? At dude, the end you of know that. What the, the, oh <laughs> man! So, so,
1: I got done, and and uh, I had no beer in the house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, talk about lack of preparation. right okay, here, Okay. So yeah, you really need to prep for this thing. Like, how I, am I going to celebrate? I need I, to know I, how I'm going to celebrate. No, what is this going to look like? I was like? going to, I was
1: going to celebrate. We we're going to go out to dinner with the family. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, my daughter came down. Um, and that's another thing. She was in the basement tucked in the corner uh, in her bedroom
0: uh-huh. and they
1: were all going to be upstairs. So I didn't have to wake them up, but I uh-huh. felt bad for her. And, but she, she came down with a pretty bad chest cold and, oh, and, uh, and, a infection also. And, and, uh, so we didn't go out that night. Uh-huh. I was, I was so looking forward to a big old fat <laughs> steak <Yeah>. and <laughs> that didn't happen. So there's actually a beer out there. I, it, I blanked on it. It's, uh, it's from the East coast. It actually has more electrolytes than Gatorade. Really, and it's it's a sour beer, and so I was like, I need to get one of those. Yeah, things. you do. And, yeah. And so I I totally just blanked on it and missed it, and oh. <laughs> and everybody on the on the Facebook group was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go have a burger and a big old beer and all this. So I was like, Oh, missed that one. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it, but it would have tasted good. Yeah.
0: So so you so you got tired of the fact that you weren't accomplishing something that you'd been striving for. So this was a really great competition for you. I love personally going through, we've talked about on, on the JK experience, a lot of going through 75 hard. We talked about, you know, Misogi and I love bringing people on to share their takeaways because it always starts off with some type of motivation that they've got, right? Motivation that they've got inner, innerly, some battle that they might be facing, something that they want to accomplish. But along that journey of doing something really hard, some really great things come to light. And I know that you've got a couple of takeaways, so I would love for you to share with the audience just some of those things that you went through, some challenges that you had to maybe overcome and face along the way about this journey, and, and then really like what did you learn about yourself through this whole thing?
1: Yeah, um, you know that's that's why I enjoy running is because you can you can go and do it by yourself and just get lost by yourself, or you can call up a buddy and go run and have a conversation and be like, Hey, this is what I'm going through. And and that's how I actually picked up running. Man, it's been like five years ago or so. And, and, uh, a friend of mine was running. And so I was like, Hey, can I join you? And so it just came into a weekend thing with me and him. And, and, uh, it's, it's an opportunity for me just to kind of go through what, just cycle through your, your head from the week or the day or whatever, you know? And, And, uh, so, the hardest part about the the whole challenge was the second midnight, which was the eighth leg. Okay. And, and you're uh, just past halfway. And that's how I was going in my head. I, I got past the third one. I was like, all right, I'm a quarter way through. The next one, I'm like, ooh, I'm a third of the way through. Mm-hmm. So, as I'm going through there, and I just finished up with half, and I go to bed, and and I wake up, that was another thing is that the alarm clock, you don't sleep because you're afraid you didn't set your alarm clock. Yes. Oh, it's always and, this and way, right? So, so. So <laughs> you're, you're like, oh <laughs> man. And then my my dogs, when the alarm went off, they thought it was their food time every uh-huh. time. And I'm like, dogs, <laughs> it's not 5 a.m. yet. So quit. And so, so the midnight, second midnight comes around. I'm I'm about 32 miles in at this time. And I was 28 miles in, take that, back, I was 28 miles in. And I'm waking up and I am just all of a sudden sore. Hmm. Like I wasn't sore on the four hours before. I did everything the same. I was drinking my liquids. I was eating. I was stretching, all that stuff. And all of a sudden it just hit. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I, I knew that other people were going through the same thing as me. Yeah. That, that that was the time that people said was the hardest was the eight and nine leg. Okay. And so I could either quit and get half out of what I was hoping to get out Yeah. and just call it and, and try it again later next year, late couple months later. But I knew that I did not go into this only wanting to get 28 miles, only getting one marathon worth Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And so at the same time, as, as bad as I felt, I was like, would I even do this again? Hmm. And so it's really hard to if you quit something to try it again if you're not motivated to get what you got out of it. Yeah. And so I was just like, Man, I've been post and, and that was another thing. As you post it, you're like, Man, people are like kind of rooting yawn and then exactly. you're just like what if I just don't make, well, how do I talk to people? How yeah. do I, how do I face, how do I face other people? And that, that's so wrong to think about what other people think about you because they didn't do it. Yeah. They don't know what you're going through either physically, mentally, whatever, but they could just call you a quitter or whatever, but they don't know. Yeah. And so, so it really wasn't good to look at what other people think of what I, if I was to quit, yeah. you know? and, and so, that kind of bothered me and and as i made it through that midnight run walk actually that one turned into a walk i was like hey other people are walking you know this is i'm still moving i'm still getting the 48 hours
0: you know and mm-hmm. um well i think that just to kind of say what you what, i want to go deep a little bit deeper on what you just said right there because you know you're right there's a certain aspect where we can't give a rat's ass to a certain point, like what people think. Right. And we spend so much time waiting for the approval of other people. Right. Right. However, what I thought you did, and I've talked about this a lot with our internal leadership and, and the people that you know are working with our companies is that sometimes though, we haven't built that muscle of fortitude in our life. And what we need to do is we need to have people help us be accountable to the actions that we know that we need to take. Right. And for me, what you are doing and what I have found that I need to do when it comes to trying to accomplish big goals or trying to do something big that I know is going to be meaningful is I have to proclaim it. I do. I have to let outside other people know what I'm doing because I really don't want to let them down. And that's like sometimes that's that internal strength that I need because I'm just not strong enough in the moment to do it for myself. Right, And so I I really, I mean, I love that you made this public along the side of the journey, because just like you said, you know, maybe if nobody else knew about it, you would have just said, well, I haven't done a marathon yet anyways, or I've kind of, you know, I've always failed in the past, you know, I'll try to tackle it next year. But what you needed was the strength, knowing that other people, even though you didn't care, but you also didn't want to disappoint either.
1: Right, right, and and that's another thing is I. I went in this by myself. Yeah, you know, and and uh, a friend of mine, Sean, I, I sent him the same text and hey man, you want to do this? He goes, man, I would <laughs> love to. I, I've always wanted to. I, I might run a leg or two with you. Well, when this <laughs> turned into a treadmill thing, and and I was like, well, you can run around my basement if you want, you <laughs> know. But uh, and so so is one thing that I'll tell you what it's not fun to go through by yourself. Yeah. And these other these other groups, there was one that had a crowd of 150 people doing wow. this thing, and I was yeah. just like, "So now I know what it kind of can look like, yeah." It'd be kind of a fun fundraiser um, for the community somehow. And if if this was three weeks from now, I'd most definitely do something for the for the fire uh, kids from from NC. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. And, yeah. Oh, what a uh, tragic story, uh, by oh, the way. Man, that. that's a that's a whole nother one, and uh, yeah. you know, and 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 to be able to. I, I think if you do as a fundraiser, man, you'd be even more jacked. Sure, and to get it done and stuff. So, well,
0: and it's so good what you just said too. Just I want me, I want to make sure that everybody listening to this is that it, as much as it's great to do things uh, alone, because sometimes you need to do them alone, right? Because nobody can do the work for you. I, I'm the same way. When every time that I've done 75 hard, I've always rallied other people to do it with me because I love that support. I love doing life with other people, and I love doing hard things with other people because it makes it worth it. Right. And so I think you've been able to realize that. And hopefully when you do this challenge again, or something of that nature, you can rally other people with you so that you can enjoy those moments and those victories along, along the way.
1: Yeah, if I do it again, uh, I'm going to have to get my wife a hotel because yeah. she didn't like waking <laughs> up either. So.
0: Well, hopefully when you do it next time, you do it where the weather is relatively decent I know. so that you're out and about and you're able to do it in right. the glory of our great uh, Wyoming weather here. I know. I so know. share but with us uh, some takeaways here.
1: Um, if if you don't get what you want to do, you, okay, let me start up. You don't get what you want by doing it occasionally, you have to have a consistent commitment to it. Mm-hmm you know, and, That's and, uh, good. if you're just out th- there's, there's no way that if I would have just been on the treadmill once a week, I occasionally, yeah. there's no way I could have been on the commitment level that I was at, Yeah, you know, and, and you just, you got to go all in on stuff sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, um, I actually went through some, some injuries the week or some, I'm not sure if injuries, but my foot kind of bothered me on Monday. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Then my knee on Tuesday and I actually passed a kidney stone on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, and, and as I, as I was on the ground in a turtle position for like three hours, I'm like, uh, I am not going to be able to do this. Are you kidding me? Right. Everything's good. And I was like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm good. Yeah. You know? So like there's stumbling blocks all the time. You just got to figure out how to get past them and stuff. And you know, Martin Luther King, I came across this, uh, on MLK day, you know, if you can't fly, then run if you can't run then walk you know if you can't if you can't walk then crawl whatever you do you just got to keep moving forward Mm. and I came across that this year and and it popped in my head you know on that midnight that I just have to keep moving Mm -hmm. on to where I want to be and and hopefully this year I can actually make it to a marathon and stuff and uh, and it's a different beast yeah And, and and so you talk to some of these runners and then they start talking about 50k and 100k, and you're just like, "Oh, that's I'm never doing that." And the next thing you know, you might be signing up for one. Yeah. And and I never thought I'd do the four four until you sign up for it and yeah. be good to go. And then you you never know what you're capable of, capable of until you try. Mm. And there's you know a year ago the I don't think I would have been capable of. Mm-hmm. And see you. You just got to go out there and try it. You got to try the 75 hard, um, the Spartan races, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, whatever you're into, you just got to go out there and try it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a hundred uh, bicycle miles in Colorado for MS and that my uncle does. And yeah. so
0: I love, yeah, I really like how one thing that we've talked about is like, you never know what's on the other side of Yes right? When you commit to it, when you say yes to that thing that scares you, that challenges you, uh, you never know what's on the other side of it. And more than likely, more times what happens is that you find that breakthrough and you see that achievement and it allows you to get to even greater things and uh, uh, accomplishments that you want to in your life, right? Just like that whole thing you said, like, you know, well, I, I would never do a 5k or 50k and then I'd never do 100k. And you're like, well. Maybe I would, right? Because you did a 10k, and then you did a, then you did a marathon, and then, well, heck, I just did two marathons practically, right? Oh my gosh, I've never even done one, and here I did in 48 hours two marathons. What, what is the next opportunity for me to go in and break through another glass ceiling in my life, right? So I, I love your takeaway in that because it's really, I think a lot of people need to hear that.
1: Yeah, and that's that's how Sorry, Was I did a the first move from Matea, and I was like, oh, 5k. And I did it and I actually kind of enjoyed it. And so the move from Matea helped me kind of get into the running. And then with my dad COPD and my uncle COPD, I was like, you know, that's not going to be me. I'm going to run because other people can't run, Yeah, you know? And so, that's good. Uh, you know, and you got to make what you want a priority. Yeah. If, if I would have got off work, I can't run in the morning. I'm, I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. And so I wake up too early to start. Uh, so I would make it a priority that I come home for work. My kids know not to, not to mess with me or whatever. (laughs) I don't know if that's the right word, but they they know that, that that next hour is mine. Yeah. And my wife called me up. The girls were in the car and says, Hey, we're, we're going so-and-so. And And I says, I just got on the treadmill. And and it goes, that's what Kalen said that you'd be on the treadmill. They know that that's my schedule. Yeah. And, uh, a friend of mine, Doctor Joe, uh, down in Colorado, he sits down on Sunday and he makes his entire week schedule from his work hours to his family hours, church, uh, Bible study hours, all hmm. that, and and he can see his whole week. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it is. When I get off work, I got that time for me. Yeah. And a lot of times we put stuff our time away for other people. And I'm not saying that that's good or bad or, or whatnot, but you have to make yourself a priority too, Yeah. somewhere in there. Otherwise you lose yourself uh, and, I, and you burn yourself dude, out. Dude,
0: you are preaching to the choir and I'm sure people on this, uh, you know, listening to this have said, oh, wow, that's great to hear somebody else besides Josh say that because it is so important. <laughs> it really is. When you start caring for yourself, it's amazing how better you can care for other people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. You say that. And I'm so glad you live that out too. So it leads to, you know, once again, it leads to all these other things, these challenges that you want to accomplish in your life. Right. And it sets a precedence. It allow, I mean, it will inspire your kids to say, man, I know my dad did so many things that challenged him and it's going to inspire them at some point in their life to start taking on some challenges.
1: Oh yeah. I can, I can see that with my, my kids already. And, and, they've tried a lot of different things and ventured out. And, and my wife has a very artsy background and they, both my girls, man, they're, their art skills are just way better than mine. Yeah. Like, and so they're venturing there, but they will go out there and my daughter picked up a tennis racket for the first time this year. And it, just the smile on her face was awesome to see. Yeah. And, and knowing that they're pushing their bodies and, and their minds, you know, at such a such a young age, you know they're they're in high school ish, ones in junior high finishing up, but you know they're pushing themselves too. And yeah. and for us as 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 parents, we need to set something for our kids because if we just come home and crack a beer and sit on the couch, that's what they think life is going to look like when they get married. Right. And so we need to let them see what a a fully active life looks like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, love it, dude. All right, keep going away with the takeaways, so yeah, man. These are uh, great. You know, Toby Mac uh,
1: came across one of his that that I came across just yesterday, um, and I was like, man, that's most definitely. I mean, it's a little late, you know, but hey, it's it's uh, <laughs> never let a stumbling a stumble in the road be the end of your journey. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have easily stumbled at that midnight yeah. and and just been like done with this particular part of. Of my trial that I was going through, yeah, you know, and and don't even if I did stop, do it again, yeah, you know, and that's another thing is the um with the do it again. Uh, Stephen Furtick has a bunch of tracks out, and that last thing I just the last four miles I just set up a track of all Stephen Furtick motivational speeches. Mm-hmm. I'm just like over and over and just listen to them. There's like five or six, seven of them actually. And, uh, that's what got me through it at the very end. And then once it happened, you know, it was like, you did it. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. And that's the thing is, is so many times you reach goals. Now what? Yeah. You know, there was so many times, like for me, I remember driving down I-25 at like two o'clock in the morning through a snowstorm going, just make it to exit two, two, one, you know, this was like 15, 16 years ago. Somewhere in there, and and just make it there, and you'll make it home. Mm-hmm. And I got to exit two two one, and that's when I got drowsy, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so many times you reach your goal, yeah, and then you're like, okay, I'm good, yeah. But you need to find something next. And I I'm inspired by some of the people on the Facebook page about doing that extra four point four miles to make it a legit two and a half marathon. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I could have, would have, should have, you know, but Hey, there's uh, always next time, you know? Yeah. And so you got to find something to keep you going on that. So love it. Um, uh, got to get uncomfortable to get what you want. Okay. No, you, know, you got to get uncomfortable to get what you want. Uh, if you're just constantly out there, let's just say you run two miles a day or three times a week and you're totally fine doing it in 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and there's always that third mile or that 18 minutes, you know, you got to push yourself to, to get past that. Um, let it be staying up a little bit late to get that extra time in mm-hmm. to get that extra reading in mm-hmm. the extra family time in. You know, just you got to get uncomfortable to get what you want. Mm
0: -hmm. I really love this one because we talk a lot about getting uncomfortable in your life because there's certain things that we just avoid naturally and we don't realize like those are like some of the greatest breakthroughs that you're going to have are on the other side of that uncomfortableness, right? Most
1: definitely, you know,
0: and those of you that you you see this, I mean, some, maybe you are that person, but more than likely you, you, you see other people in your life where they're. Maybe you haven't seen him for a year or two years, and they're just the same, and you're like, dude, like, what is going on? Like, how have you not grown, right? Or how have you? How are you in the same position you were two years ago? And then you see
1: the people, they're complete opposite. And you're like, dude, I got to hang with this guy yes. more. What what is new with this guy? Yeah. What, what is this guy doing? Yes. You know, and and it's always good. It's always good to run into you, you know, because we can always like, hey, you know, even if it's just a two minute, hey, what's going on? You yeah. know, and and it'd be like, hey, it's good seeing you, and you know you know, that you're not in the same place. I saw you last time.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. It's so good. I, I talk, we, we talk about always making sure that you're putting the right people at your table. Right. And those are the ones that inspire you, right? Oh, those yeah. are the ones that are going out there, pushing the limits, doing the things like having, watching you on that Facebook posts, those Facebook posts was really inspiring. I was like, I wanted to know more about us why you're on the podcast today. Cause it's like, tell me more about what this event looked like. Why'd you go through it? What were the things you came out of it? Right. Because not only do I want the audience to be inspired, but I want to continue to be inspired to do hard things. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's always a great reminder of what happens on the other side of that hard thing.
1: Yeah. I, I, I was like, I wanted to post, but at the same time, I <laughs> yeah. didn't want to do every four miles, you know, because I like, <laughs> you, you get those where like again, again. But yeah. but at the same time, I was done. I was ready for a shower. I was ready for oh man, my food was so basic. Like yeah. I food prepped the night before mashed sweet potatoes and, yeah. and, and bacon and all this stuff. And uh dude, it just turned into like apples and bananas and oatmeal. I was so I didn't even want to cook anything or prep anything. I was just you just get done, you're just like eating. You you just ate so much. Yeah. I burned over five thousand calories. I was gonna say
0: how many calories did you obviously track that?
1: Yeah, it was it was gosh, it was over fifty two hundred. Wow. And uh, I was doing over 30,000 steps. I was going to say, oh, man. <laughs> there was one time my Fitbit wasn't working and oh. it would not start on the. I was like, I am, what do I do? Yeah. I, it just went starts like, do I run and just be like, no, seriously, I ran it, but it, yeah. so I just kept dealing with it. So, anyways, yeah, I just kept eating, but it got so bland at the night of cooking and oatmeal, whatever, uh, avocados, but I was just tired and, and, was like I gotta force myself to sleep. Yeah, and yeah. so and you get stuck in the whole Facebook scroll after a while too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's easy to do that for sure. Yeah. Well, as we kind of we're gonna get, we're gonna wrap this up here, but what what do we got? We got one more, two more takeaways here. Uh,
1: no, I think I think we're good. We're good?
0: So, um, so if you so let's do this. And um, somebody needs to do a hard challenge in their life, right? They're listening to this and they're like, man, you know, I'm kind of convinced. Uh, but I'm not a hundred percent sold on it. I'm not sure if I want to do the 48 hour one, you know, like w- speak life into them right now. Like w- what would you challenge them with and why do they need to do something that they've never tried before that will help them understand or help them break through some, some limiting beliefs in their life?
1: So you always hear people say, you don't know until you try it. And I, I don't know if I like that or not, oh. you know, it's so it's not a try, you know, it's more, you, you gotta, you gotta go all in on it. And, um, I don't know if it's a hobby that you're looking for. I don't know if it's a time thing that you're looking for, but like, like Tim, like, 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 oh gosh. Find the people that you see different every time. Figure out what's making them click. um, And then circle around and, gosh, find something that gets you out of bed early every day. Hmm. That extra five minutes, that extra 10 minutes, and it turns into 15, 20, 25. Or it takes you to bed later by 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 minutes. Because um, there's only twenty four hours in a day, there's only so much we can do. Mm-hmm. But you gotta push yourself to the to the next level. If it's the four four that you're wanting to try, do the two four forty eight. Just do a two mile. Yeah. It's the the challenge on this is to see what your body can do over your brain, because you got to make that challenge between your head and your heart.
0: Like I don't think it was like six hours or seven hours, and it was, and then I had a bunch of workout in between that too, and that was exhausting. So, oh, yeah. you know, I'm already thinking like, man, that would really be a great mental uh, challenge for me to be able to do that throughout an entire weekend. I've thought about going out. There's a uh, really amazing thing out in California where you kind of go through a, a a civilian buds training, right? And uh, so you're kind of going through what the Navy SEALs do and, and you go through it for, you know, 48 hours to 72 hours, depending oh, on which man. one you sign up. And that's really intimidating, but it's by the inspiration of others that I find myself constantly going back to it and saying yeah, but should I just challenge myself to do that? Like what breakthroughs am I going to have? So really appreciate you coming on the show, man, being vulnerable, sharing your experience. And I know that this won't be the last time that you do, this, do a challenge. And I hope we can get you back on here to have more takeaways from the next time that you do something really crazy and wild.
1: Right No, thank you. I appreciate it. I know there's been some pretty awesome people on this side of the mic and I appreciate you inviting me in here. And yeah, and, uh, yeah we'll have to, you can do this challenge also with 30 minute, uh, workouts every four hours. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be thinking, we'll, we'll talk more about this, but yeah. all right guys. Hey, listen, uh, we know that you found value in this. I know that you were inspired in some form or another, or maybe you also realize that man, there's somebody in my life that needs to be inspired right now to do something hard. And so you need to share this with you. So this is how we grow. This is how we continue to make an impact. So we're going to challenge you to continue to get this in the right hands with the right people. So uh, spread the word and make sure that you do not hold this to yourself and allow somebody else to get something great from this. So we appreciate you. I love you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And we most certainly will be talking soon.